This episode is sponsored by Mob, aka Mogul Business LLC. If you guys have a home that you're looking to sell, whether it's a distressed property in good standing, tenants in there, and you're looking for a cash price, whatever the situation, if you're looking for a cash price, reach out to my guys over at Mogul Business LLC. Tell them that Tim sent you. Um, but just dial the number, y'all. It's 803-855-1955. Let's go ahead and get into the episode. Aim for the stars, never stop at the sky. Anything that make you better, you should give it a try. If you really want to win, you got to give it a chance. I was lost way before I started taking a stance. Money all over the world, but it's all up to you. And everything that I learned, I'ma tell it to you. You have a gift, all you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen, all you need is a road. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Win Win Podcast, where I'm interviewing people that can inform you all on how to win in either business, finance, or self-development. And y'all, I have a super, I know I say this all the time, but I have a super dope guest. Um, this this lady, this woman, <laughs> is a good friend of mine, Morgan. Uh, she actually gave me my first opportunity to speak on the panel, um, what, last year? That was 2021. Uh, but you know, I ain't gonna hype you up too much, Morgan. I'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. You are so funny. It is definitely an honor to be a part. So hello, everyone. My name is Morgan McHale. Um, I have many different titles. Um, I'm an author. I am a motivational speaker. Um, I do that through Morgan Motivational Mondays. Um, and I'm also a coach known as the faith coach, where I help women develop in their relationship with God to reach their greater purpose. So that's just a little bit. I'm also a wife, too, and a dog mom, and a soon-to-be oh. mom. So it's a lot of different titles. <laughs> a lot of different titles. You, when are you going to open up that faith coaching for the men? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually funny. I have faith coaching for men. Um, I have coached, I think, three different men. Um, so it's not that it's not open for men. It's just that my niche is women's, more specifically. Okay, so I respect it. I respect it. And at the same time, too, that's definitely a great thing, in my opinion. Because I read your book. Y'all gonna get that book. I promise you, it's like, it was surreal because I was, it's like I was able to feel your words and it made me feel like I overcame the same thing, you know? Uh, because I did overcome some adversity, but just your story is just incredible. Now, you know, I just had to let you know that. I told you that in the message. So I had to Thank you. That is amazing. <laughs> it always amazes me when people be like, yeah, you're a book. And I'd be like, "You." the truth is, I did not want to write that book. Excuse me. But I wrote that book in 21 days. So um, it was a very easy write. I lied. It was not easy. <laughs> but it seemed like it was because it was so short. But that book definitely um, changed my life. It feel like it just like broke chains off and I was able to host my first conference. Like I'm a conference Ooh. host too. Just a lot of different things just off of that one book and to see people read it and then walk into their purpose. Like it did what needed to be done, period. So what, what made you write it? You said you didn't want to at first. Absolutely not. I mean, who want to put all their dirty laundry in a book? <laughs> I definitely did not. Honestly, I was in prayer and um, I knew that in that season of my life, I was in a season of healing. And oh. so the Lord led me to write the book and he was like, I don't care. Cause I was so concerned about, well, I don't want to tell on these people and I don't want to say this to offend nobody. And God was like, write the book. And so how my process went with writing my book was like, God wouldn't give me my next chapter until I finished the chapter prior to. Ooh. I had never experienced anything like that before. I'm like, really? Like, because he knows I'm one of those people that like, I'm a visionary. 
And so I need a team under me because I need people who's going to like put it together. Cause I'm like, I see the overall vision, but sometimes when you see the overall vision, it will overwhelm you. Right. You're like, dang, how am I going to get to that point? And so the way God did me was like chapter by chapter, just write a chapter a day. So I wrote a chapter a day. Um, and some of the times when I was writing tears as well, cause I was like, dang, I'm still angry. <laughs> like this happened when I was seven and you still mad so it was such a healing process so I encourage everybody I feel like everybody's an author tell your story it's your testimony mm, that is a testimony for real and I heard someone say before like once you get into that motivational speaking space you are a mess of your own story so own it you know um, even though you might still feel angry about what happened at seven do you feel you were able to get over it more so after you actually wrote it on paper and got it out I feel like I was healed completely. Like, mm. I don't even, first of all, when it comes to uh, just your life in general, I think a lot of people miss this part of forgiveness. Forgiveness is for you. A lot of times we like, oh, I got to forgive this person and they did me so bold. But really forgiveness is for you because if you don't learn to forgive those around you who have hurt you, you will hinder yourself in the process. And so I knew for me, I had to let go of those things. It's like kind of like if you could picture you carrying bricks on your right. back and you have to let these bricks go in order to run forward into all that God has for you. So that's what it really was for me. It's like I don't even care about letting this go because I'm not about to let this person who hurt me stop me from doing all that I know that I can do and that I'm capable of. Well, you're talking so heavy. We're only like five minutes in. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Like <laughs> you're hilarious. <laughs> but nah, like that—that's facts, though. So I have a question for you because it's something personally that I struggled with before, and I'm still kind of like, uh, you know, figuring it out. But in that process of forgiving, what would you say be like the first steps of actually forgiving? Not just saying, "Oh, I forgive you," but actually saying it and meaning it. Um, honestly, that is the first step. Here's the thing. The reality is you're not going to always feel like forgiving somebody. Right. Mm -hmm. But the good thing is, if you have Christian values like I do, we don't go based off feelings. Absolutely not. It's not a feeling. It's an action. Just like love is an action. It's an action. So you have to choose to do that thing. So it does start by you saying, I forgive this person for X, Y and Z. And I always I go through this with my clients and our um, in my eight week program. But I forgive this person for doing X, Y and Z. But it's more so a heart thing. Mm. It's a heart thing. And so you can say all day long, but if you don't feel it in your heart, you know, because that's where the Lord works. He does the inner work that shows outer. And so he likes to do with your heart. So it's really a heart posture thing. And I remember, bro, it's crazy. <laughs> I remember my aunt one day, I just talked to somebody about this, but my aunt was like, you need to forgive your dad. And I was like, girl, I forgave that man years ago. What are you talking about? And she was like, say, I forgive such and such for this. And I was saying it and I got stopped at his name. I said, forget. But I felt it in my heart. And when I finally released it, it was just like tears was flowing. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't know I was still angry at this. Man. <laughs> like, I would have never known that I was still angry at him if I didn't go through that process. So, I mean, I believe that uh, forgiveness is a, it's an everyday thing. Um, you're not just going to one day be like, okay, I forgive this person. And you're not going to feel nothing. No, it's every day I forgive this person. Forgive them, forgive them until you don't feel nothing. Until when they get around you, you don't get that anger in your chest or you want to fight. Okay, because I've been there. 
So, so he's saying basically really say it out loud every day. Like I forgive such and such for such and such until mm-hmm. you actually feel it. Mm-hmm. It's like chiseling mm. off of your heart. Because the reality okay. is, wouldn't we want to be forgiven? I mean... That's scripture. <laughs> That's scripture, yeah. Loki. Like, yeah. we yeah. want to be forgiven, so who yeah. are you to hold trespasses to somebody else? So what if, So, all right, all right. So what if I did something to someone, right? <clears throat> something that... Um, Let's say I did something wrong. Like, let's say I wronged someone. Not that crazy, but let's say I wronged someone. But I knew that I'm like, dang, I know I shouldn't have did that. And I personally don't feel like I deserve to be forgiven. What What would you do if somebody come to you with that? Like, if I did a, if I did something to someone and you're my faith coach and I said, hey, Morgan, I did X, Y, Z to such and such. I don't feel I deserve their forgiveness. Um that's guilt and shame. If you did something to somebody else and like, you like, dang, like I should not be forgiven for this thing. That's guilt and shame. And I know that does not come from God. That comes from the enemy. Mm. So that's not your responsibility. Um, It's really your responsibility to lay those burdens at the feet of God at that point. Okay. I like that. I like that. Cause it was, well, Damn, I'm about to put out my business. Forgiving <laughs> yourself is definitely a huge part. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle at, is that they've made so many. Honestly, that's why a lot of people don't reach their full potential. It's because they have a hard time forgiving themselves of their past life, of what the things that they have done. And so they haven't learned to actually take those things of their past and make it into something beautiful. Kind of like uh, the scripture that talks about, he gave me beauty for ashes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So oh, I'm about to see you because <laughs> it's like, all right. Cause I'm be real. I, I like to be real with everybody. It's some things that I've done before <clears throat> when I was in like high school, and actually some stuff in adulthood too. And I'm just like, dang, I know my my wrong, and I I try to forgive myself, and then when I feel like I've done, I did. Once I reflect back, I actually realize I didn't. And I guess that is like you're saying, saying it every day because, oh, I forgive you and it is going on about your business. That doesn't really mean much if I don't really mean it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a process. <laughs> it's definitely a process. Um, and I don't ever want people to like think that it's not. It's a daily mm-hmm. process. Um, sometimes you just be like, man. We are worse critics, like <laughs> right, right. we beating ourselves up if we don't do something one day, you'd be like, dang, I'm a failure. You're not, you know, you have to learn how to give yourself grace too. Okay, okay. Now to piggyback off of that, Morgan, um, in the process of you like writing your book, learning the forgiveness uh, techniques and all of those things, what would, you, what would you say would be the most challenging part of your journey uh, becoming a faith coach and a motivational speaker that you are? question and why you get why you why you answer that i'm gonna um i'm gonna grab my charger real quick okay because uh, you know we human out here and i didn't know this thing was about to die <laughs> but i'm listening and i got my, my airpod in as you um as you explain that i'm gonna get that charger Go real ahead. quick but i'm listening <laughs> hey what's going on y'all if you guys are looking for a speaker to come speak to your school your organization nonprofit, after school program look no further 
visit developwithtim.com, D-E-V-E-L-O-P-W-I-T-H-T-I-M.com. Fill out the speaker's intake form and someone from the team will be in contact with you. Now, you guys, have a good day. Back to the episode. Um, I think one, that's such a loaded question, but I would say for me, it had to have been my obedience. Most definitely my obedience. Um, this journey has not been easy. And honestly, I don't think it's getting easier, <laughs> but, um, I realized that it's a relationship. So for me, um, like my background, how I became a faith coach is really like I didn't grow up inside of a church. I ain't really know scripture, nothing like that. My family didn't go to church. We said grace every quarter. Um, <laughs> like, you know, we didn't really do none of that. But it was in my most darkest moment um, when I went to college that that's when I discovered who God was. This man was giving his testimony one day and um, he was like one of the key things he said. He said, God, if you're real, show me. And I was at my breaking point. Like I was, I'm a first generation college student. I ain't had no money. I went to college with two garbage bags full of clothes and some sheets and some spicy Doritos. I remember. Okay. Because that's all I really had. Um, when everybody come with their curtains and they all look decked out doors. I'm like, look, we out here to grind period. So it was definitely, um, a challenge. And I had lost one of my friends to gun violence i had never experienced Mm. anything like that before so and then college itself is um i feel like it's a training ground but getting into the move the groove of that like as a freshman i was like yo this is a lot so um i was actually feeling very suicidal and Mm. i remember the man saying god if you're real show me and i was at this uh the day I was going to commit suicide, I called four different people and they didn't answer. And then the only thing I could think about was like my brother and my sister. And then I heard no. And I was like, ain't nobody around me right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, who, what is that? this? Who's what is this? And so, um, and I was outside at the lake. So if you looked up, it was a gazebo and that's where the man was giving his testimony. So, so I went up there and I was like, wow, that's not a coincidence. Um, and so that day I asked the Lord, I said, if you're real, show me. And um, I had a e-bill um, that was like 3000 some dollars. Mm-hmm. That following week I went back because I was like, well, how am I going to pay this? So I had to go look at the balance and it says zero. And I was in there floored like crazy. I was like, y'all call my mom so fast. I was like, it says zero. Like I just got random grants and stuff. And um, mm-hmm. food came around. It was just like all these different things. And now that I talk about this again, I look back, it was an act of faith. Like that's Mm. crazy. So my whole life since that point, I told God, I will live for you. Like I will live for you. If you're real, show me. And that's what ended up happening. So I think at that point, I kind of backslid a little bit or whatever. And it was until the Lord had called me to um, move to Texas. He was like, leave your family, leave my boyfriend at the time, who was not my husband. Um, he was like, leave everything and go. And I was like, you want me to do what? I was going for my master's degree at Baylor University. Um, where, but Where's Baylor? <clears throat> huh? I said, where is Baylor at for the people it's that in don't Waco, know? Texas. Okay. Waco, Texas. But I actually went to the Houston campus. Okay. Um, which, how that even worked out, it's just crazy. So... Since then, I noticed that my life has become, it's just been a faith walk for me, literally. Um, and um, when I was in Texas, it's like the Lord started to deal with me. 
Um, and I know you talked about my second book, but my first book, he dealt with me in a way of, Morgan, you don't have to perform for me. He said, your worth is not determined by your works. And so I had to go through a process. Um, and that's how I became the faith coach, because I realized that um, there was a need for people to know their true identity. Like we get our identities from what people have said to us, what people have done to us or just walking along the way. But who does God say that you are? Because once you learn who he is, then you will be able to see who you are. And I'm telling you, that's really pushed me into everything that I do, because it's just like. Who is man compared to the man? Absolutely Ooh. nobody. So if God says I can do this, I could be this. I could do that. You think I what? I'm we you running. got to. But becoming a faith coach was definitely not easy. I remember the Lord was telling me to build this program and I was building it and I did not meet my deadline. But he said, I want you to release it today. And I was like, oh. but it ain't done. And he said, release it today. So I released it. And at that time, it was only forty dollars. Somebody bought it. And I was like, oh, now I really got to complete this program. <laughs> And still to this day, that's one of my close friends. Um, I was actually, I went to high school with her everything. But it was just amazing. So that's really how I became the faith coach because I really see that I'm able to see the gifts and talents that people have within themselves, even when they don't believe in themselves. And so since coaching, I have, I've actually coached somebody in Barbados, which is awesome. Mm, um, okay, I see you. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, look, how did I get here? But um. Just seeing like them become authors, them become coaches themselves, or just living in their true identity and becoming bold for Christ and like just going for their goals and aspirations. That gives me life just to see that like coming and you like, I don't really know. I need clarity to just right, right. step into your true identity. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, uh, <laughs> listen, I, you me up just now. I said, you said I had a loaded question, but yeah, answer. That's amazing. Uh, but first thing is first. Where is this first book at that I didn't get a copy of? Wait, which which book do you have? Um, it's the one with the like the flowers on the front. Yeah, you have chosen. That's my second book. So the, oh, the first, first book. One <laughs> the first one. It's actually funny. The first one is a little bit more popular, I would say, in this season. Um, than the second one. It's called Beauty in the Struggle: Finding Your Faith in Testing Times. Yes. So, so where I go buy this hat? <laughs> you can get it on my website. Um, that's definitely the first book. That one right there. I still go back and read that book. I ain't write that book. I believe the Holy Spirit wrote that for sure because I be reading it like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but oh man, um, but I just really want to take back off what you said though, for real, about living in your like living your true identity. How important has that been for you, like? Going from going from who you work, I'm gonna say this: you once you said, "Lord, you real, show me," and He showed you, you didn't just have a transformation; you had a new life, in my opinion. So, how was how is that new life compared to your old life? Um, it was a. I, I keep saying this, but it was a process. Um, it still is a process, but like real talk, I had. Now we're gonna refer back to the second book. I had went so long mm -hmm. allowing everybody else to tell me who I was or wanting to fit in so badly, right. fit into the customs of the world, fit into how 
society was that I didn't sit with myself long enough to see mm. what is Morgan like? What don't I like? Like, what can uh, I do? What are my talents? Like, what are the gifts that God has given me? Um, it's just so many different things. And I think like now I'm like, dang, like sometimes I sit back, I'll be like, I'm really that girl. <laughs> like you're really out here because I would have never imagined, like, especially being a generational curse breaker. Mm-hmm. Like I don't do, I don't move the same way. I don't do stuff the same mm-hmm. way that they do. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't got time to be, you know, fall into the same cycles that don't get you nowhere. Like I'm trying to, I'm building not just for me. I'm everything that you do. Let it be a decision that you make for your legacy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Talk like you, a lot of times, what's happening today, and we see it so much, is like everybody's so worried about self. They so worried about self, like, what can I gain in this moment? But are you thinking about the next generation? Are you thinking about your children and their children and their children? Like, that's the way that we need to move in life, that we're thinking so consciously about those things that we're building for those things. And so I think that's what kind of shifted me, because when I was younger, it was always like we in the hype with the parties. We smoking, we drinking, we living, (laughs) we living. But you're really dead inside because... The reality is, I believe that each person who was put on this earth was meant to serve in some type of capacity to somebody else. And so how are you choosing to serve the people that surround you today? In my that's opinion, that's not a belief. That's a, that's a fact. Yeah, in my opinion, that's not a, that's not a belief. That's a fact. Like everyone, everyone is on this earth to serve. Correct. It's, you know, you just have to serve. How are you serving? And a lot of people only want to serve themselves. And if it's not beneficial unto them, then they're out. But you got to do, it's bigger than you. Everything yeah. in this life is bigger than you. <laughs> like, So how are you choosing to make that impact? Hmm. Look at me. You got to ask the audience on this plan. <laughs> but no, that's Talk that's to the audience. Though. I swear, I swear. Right. No, that, that's fast, though. That's fast. Um, and honestly, again, I know I'm piggybacking off of you a lot. But I feel the times that we're struggling the most, is those times when we're not aligned with what we should be doing. Like a lot of people, they make those bad decisions because they're not living their truth. And once you start living your truth into your true identity and going off of the strength of your gifts that you've been given, I feel that makes life 10 times easier. Yeah. Uh, Because for me, when I was living, (laughs) I wasn't living the life I was supposed to. Uh, I was like, just working the jobs I wasn't fulfilled at and it really put me in a bad state of mind and I had to say okay well I need a break I had left that job I took two months I didn't take my business stuff seriously during those two months I had off but I got another job and then I'm like okay I'm making more money but in that process I realized chasing money isn't what you should be chasing it should be happiness it should be going for your passion my passion is enhancing others transforming people from where they are to where they want to be Mm-hmm. And man, this you out here speaking. Yeah, it got me motivated, <laughs> which is good. That's, what <laughs> that's, I that's the reality. For. That's the reality. Like you know, transform and change of lives. Like that's impact. That's impact. Like I mean, I learned that real quick when I lived in Texas. The Lord told me not to get a job. I thought it was absolutely insane because I was like, excuse me, like I was so used to working three jobs at a time and going to school full time and to move to Texas. And he like, yeah, I don't want you having a job. I was like, what? That don't even make no sense. But let me tell you, my bills were like 
two, three K a month and it got paid every month yeah. faithfully. Like, because that's how faithful the Lord is. When you are in alignment of his will, your needs shall be met, period. Every single need that I had was met. Why? Because I was being obedient to what he told me to do. I didn't up and move across the country because I really wanted to. Now, I just like the fact that I got into the Baylor University. Now, to actually go, I was like, ha, I'm going to just <laughs> stay here in Michigan. <laughs> but, you know, like I went and it, it changed my life for the better because I was able to truly trust in God in a different way. Like, it's one thing to hear people talk about, oh, I'm just going to trust God with this, but to experience trusting in him, mm. to experience the goodness, to experience his faithfulness, like, can't nobody take that away from you. Period. Right. Like, and, what? Yeah, and I have a question too it. for you, Morgan, <clears throat> because a lot of my audience, you know, they, they're going through life right now and they have a testimony, but they tell their testimony to their families and their friends, but they get belittled. Did you experience any of that when you were telling people your testimony? Like they didn't understand it. They were saying X, Y, Z. That looked me, yeah. Excuse me. Let me tell y'all something. There's so much I want to say in this. It's loaded. Rejection is gonna come. Okay. Um, it's a scripture that says a prophet is not accepting his own home. Your family will probably be the last to understand your impact. Like they're probably going to be the last to understand your impact. But here's the reason why, because a lot of times we looking for our family and friends for support, but that's not your audience. That's not who you're called to. And so you sitting here upset, feeling rejected, feeling abandoned because you like, dang, I'm not getting no support from X, Y and Z because that's not who you called to. And so you need to share your testimony with those who you are called to. And then you'll begin to see my family didn't start to see me. Until. Probably like not even I say probably like a year, a year ago. I've always a been a go-getter type. So I found like the thing was I found um my success like in accomplishments. So I'm like, all right, I got a bachelor's, I got a master, I accomplished this, I got this award, but it didn't bring me fulfillment. Right. Mm -hmm. It was me learning God and learning my identity in him that brought me fulfillment to actually learn what I was supposed to do in the world. <clears throat> and so I took all these things being a generation curse breaker. And I'm going back to my family like, hey, da, da, da. I'm screaming. Ah. Yeah. They just like, you yeah, OK. You OK. <laughs> you OK. Then I go to these people. I ain't even got to yell. I'm like, Sss. and they like, I hear you. Those who have ears shall hear, okay? So your family, Dude. I would say when it comes to the family, for real, for real, like, you'll get some, but don't expect everybody because everybody's not going to understand your assignment. Those who are assigned to you understand the assignment. They see the anointing upon your life. They see you for who God has called you to be. Sometimes your family is not it. Dang, you... And the crazy thing is the way we met, because I don't know who followed who on Instagram first, but we met through Instagram. And then Literally. you gave me, again, you gave me my first opportunity to be on the panel. I did not you know didn't even that. know me from a can of paint. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Nope. I'm like, who is this guy, bro? I was, I was talking to myself. I'm like, yeah, Tim, like, that's my homeboy. <laughs> like, yeah, we met and, on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's crazy because like you said, once I started going toward a direction to be aligned with who I 
who I am and who I was designed to be, then somehow we all we got attracted. And yeah. now we're in the same it's network. Fun. And now we're on the podcast. Yeah. The people and, we, and we're impacting people, living our truth, living what we're supposed to do, which is impact and leave a good legacy for that next generation. Mm-hmm. You're you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this saying glory be to God. That's it. I don't take so, yeah. <laughs> All glory to him. Hey, what's going on, y'all? I appreciate everyone for tuning into the episode. If you guys are looking for different ways you can support the podcast, visit us on Patreon. It's Next Gen CEO. N-X-T-G-E-N-C-E-O. The link will be in the description for this episode. But again, anything you guys can do to um, you know, support the podcast is very much appreciated. Uh with the Patreon, there are a couple different tiers. So each one of them come with their own benefits. But again, go visit us on Patreon, NextGen CEO, N-X-T-G-E-N CEO. And again, appreciate you guys. Have a good one. So I got another question for you, Morgan. Um, through the process, again, it's, I, I want my audience to take what you're saying and just like run with it because you, you're so inspiring, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but what would you say would be the biggest lesson or the biggest loss that you either took or that you learned um so far in your life um that's so funny you asked that question the first thing that came to my mind was dying to myself you said doing what to yourself dying to myself dying to yourself yes so Mm. um and it just goes back to saying that's my biggest lesson was dying to myself and it goes back to saying that like it's not about me it's not about you. And even the things, I think this is one of the biggest lessons for real, for real. And I hope that, you know, the audience is really listening to this is that sometimes when we are going through things, we're not going through them for ourselves. We're going through it to share it with the next person. Um, and so you'll be wondering, you're like, yo, why does it seem like all oh, hell is breaking loose in my life? And little did you know, two months later, somebody going to be like, yo, all hell is breaking through my life. And you're like, I went through that same thing. Here's what I did mm-hmm. to get through this thing. Right. And so that's what I mean by that impact. So I think that's like the biggest thing I've learned is like dying to myself. It's not about what Morgan wants, when I want it, how I want it. Now, that doesn't mean like I'm neglecting myself or anything like that, but I'm saying it is much bigger than me. And so when it comes to your feelings, I always tell my clients, like, your feelings don't matter. Okay, what is what's your spirit saying? What's your faith like? Like it's about putting in action. We don't go based off of our feelings. If we went based off our feelings, then we'll all be stuck in the same place we was yesterday. Period. If you look up at the stars, it could become one. <laughs> like that's just Basically. what it is. So yeah, I think that's what it is for me. I wouldn't say that I've had losses. I don't count them as losses because even like. Everything that I've been through, um, I see everything as a lesson. Like in this past season, me and my husband experienced a miscarriage. Like even though we lost our first child and we weren't even trying to get pregnant or anything like that, I learned so many things in the process. And uh, then on top of that, I was able to see how faithful God is to be able to be pregnant again. Like, so I don't take things as losses. It's just like, Life is life and life is going to come with the ebbs and flows, but it's a matter of how you get through the ebbs and flows that you are experiencing. 
that's where the real testing comes in. Because, you know, when we go through things, we have to learn to grow through them. And so a lot of times it's always a why me, why me, why me, but why not you? And actually, Tim, you said that to me on the panel. <laughs> you said, why not you? And it just stuck with me like, dang, that's so true. Why not you, right? Because you're experiencing something and you're growing in that. And it's like you leveled up. And you level up again. You level up again. So, yeah. Um, my people going to hear this a couple of times in the future because I'm about to steal it from you. Don't <laughs> go through it. Grow through it. Like, goodness, that's that's heavy. Yeah. And that means so much. It's like like so little words, but yet so powerful. Um, and again, I, I, I commend you for real, you and your husband, because um i haven't experienced anything like that and for you to experience it and still share it like you said someone else out there probably going through the same thing they probably feel like their life is over but mm -hmm. you stay faithful you stay true to who you are you stay true to your husband mm -hmm. and look at you guys now you know pregnant again and you know going walking this thing through and, <laughs> right and i can't wait to see the baby <laughs> i know i can't wait either okay you pray know. for you <laughs> I, know, I know you're gonna you said you said a girl i said i can't wait either pray for your girl meaning me I oh pray for you. oh okay i thought you said a perfect girl but oh yeah i, I, I got you i got you right we'll get off of here i'm like hey look out for my dog morgan <laughs> <laughs> for real <laughs> Bro, we play all day i'm screaming that's funny yeah um yes. so uh morgan i remember uh the chosen movement is that a movement still going on for you yes 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 it's so funny i thought about the chosen movement today yes so, yeah, tell the audience a little bit about the chosen movement and how they can <sighs> possibly become involved because again oh you took the time to hop up here and give us a lot of knowledge that we could take and you know build ourselves up off of so we gotta you know build you up too in your movement we want to support Amen. So the Chosen Movement is actually birth. Um, we had our first conference April 2021. Let me tell y'all something. 2021 was so long that I'd be forgetting that we was in 2021. Okay. Um, but I remember I was uh I was praying and the Lord told me to put on a conference. And now we put that conference together in four months. Yo, four months. And the key things that God had told us, he said, uh 75 i remember the number um he said that it will be sold out and um deliverance will be taking place on that friday uh and lives will be changed oh and the very thing i was trying to avoid baptisms uh and i was like baptism you want me to baptize the folks Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> mind you mind you um i had went through it's a whole backstory, y'all. So y'all probably got to read my book, Chosen. Um, I had went through ministry training, but I never obtained uh, my certificate or anything like that. So um, to be baptizing people was huge because if you think about the church, they like, who are you? You ain't a minister. Yeah. You ain't a pastor. Yeah. You ain't doing this. You ain't doing that. And that's really what the Chosen Movement was. The Chosen Movement was um, everything always goes back to identity with me. But it was really talking about you having your own relationship with Christ Jesus and not falling into the customs of religion. 
like breaking out of religion and really seeing God, because I think a lot of times people put God inside of a box. And so they don't even get to truly experience who God is in their life. Like they don't see the faith moves. They don't get to experience like how magnificent he is. And so chosen movement was that like, you don't have to um, be inside of a church to use your gifts. You can use your gifts outside the four walls and really encouraging people to do that. Because a lot of times when it comes to church, people be like, oh, you got to preach or you got to do this or you got to dance. And it's like, no, like God is giving you these gifts. Most of the people who we are called to impact is not in this side of church, period. They're not in the four walls. And really the chosen movie was talking about how like we are the church. So Mm. you sitting there talking about your pastor can't do X, Y, and Z. You can't do it either. Accountability. Mm. Right. True. And so it was like you. And it's funny that we're talking about this because, you know, a man by his fruit. And so what is your fruit saying about you? Is it fresh or is it rotten? Right. And so really, that's what we were teaching on um, is getting yourself prepared, like being in that space, like stepping out of religion and into relationship and learning how to be obedient to the voice of God. I'm telling you, like y'all listening, obedience unlocks blessings, period. I swear my whole life sped up out of being obedient to God. It was like. I like the fact that you bring that up about the four. <laughs> I love the fact you bring that up about the four walls because my grand, my grandfather, he's a preacher or uh, he retired as a mm-hmm. preacher. Um, however, uh, when I was little, he was like, oh, yeah, you could be a preacher one day. And I'm like, well, I'm like, Papa, I don't know about all that <laughs> uh, because you know, how I view everything because I was thinking it was more so within those four walls. But just um, last month, uh, January, oh, goodness, I'm not supposed to, I'll tell you not. <laughs> I was dating the episode. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, in January, I was um, around him and I said, hey, I was like, I remember when I was little, you told me I could be a preacher. I was like, I might not be preaching in the same way as you inside of a church, but as a speaker, as a businessman, yes. as a podcaster, I am speaking and I am pointing to the people um, yes. again. And this guy I know, he has a clothing line. Uh, Damian Burst, y'all gonna make sure y'all follow my guy. But his brand is My Pulpit is different. Yes. And it is different because we don't have to necessarily only be inside those four walls. Like you said, it's so much bigger than the four walls. It's so much bigger than us. And the impact we can make is just, it's just amazing. So it is. I love that you mentioned that. I was just about to say, I mean, I feel like you're a preacher in a different way. And like with Chosen, it was like, um, it was based off the scripture, First Peter 2, 9. Um, it talks about you are chosen a part of a royal priesthood. Like God is already giving you this as you being his child. And so you don't have to take anything less than that. Okay. God has already chosen you. I know your family have rejected you, but God has chosen you for greater. I know these people don't see the gifts and talents that I placed inside you, but I see you. And so I need you to go forth with everything that I have for you. That's what chosen is about. Like you not sitting there worried about man's opinion. And when I did them baptisms, I was worried about man's opinion. But guess what? Your girl was in that freezing water and I was baptizing the folks. Why? Because Jesus said, go for it. Okay. So it was just like, you you can't be worried about men's opinion about what God has called you to do. I'm not. Don't be afraid to look man in the face. That's scripture. Okay. We're going forth. Whatever Jesus said, do whatever God said, do do it and go forth. Because at the end of the day, as his hand is upon you, you will see the flow happen in your life okay doors will be mm. opened you know 
<laughs> that's very prophetic. Doors are going to be open. <laughs> off of your obedience and you will begin to see the Lord move in a mighty way in your life that you ain't never seen him before. That's just it. I love it. Oh my God. Like yeah. <laughs> I can't say this enough. You dope for real. Thanks. So, Thanks God. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Dude. So um how can we support how can we support the movement? Um I mean I know you said you did an event last year. Uh if you were to do a do another event this year. I don't know if you have one lined up. We didn't talk about that yet, but how can we support you in the movement? Um, you can just follow us on Instagram, Chosen Movement. Um, but and it's C H S N. C H S N. Okay, C-H-S-N. Chosen right. Movement. Um, but the next event, that's why I was like, I was thinking about Chosen today. I thought it was going to be around this time, but clearly it's not. So uh, hopefully we'll have an event um, by the end of this year. But um, right now, what I do is I host a prayer on Fridays. Um, and so we just have people from all over the place come on for an hour and we just pray and we just give God that dedicated time to worship him. Um, and so, yeah, Chosen Movement is kind of like we're going to. We on a low key right now, uh, just because there's so many different changes going on in my life. And I know that um, I'm postured in a different place right now. That's not my main focus. Mm. But coaching, though, because um, I am a coach, <laughs> that is open. You can just follow me on Instagram and everything is inside of the link inside of my bio. Um, And then through my page, you can read different people's testimonials and things of that sort. But really, I just want you to become the best version of yourself. Like, that's all I care about is like, what has God placed in you for you to go off? Okay, period. All right, all right. Um, and also, too, Morgan, if they wanted to book you for like speaking and stuff like that, uh, because you are a motivational speaker, how could they do that? Um, you could do all that through my website, morganmichael.com. Um, and it's at the it's on the contact page. Yes, you can go to my website. Okay. You can go to my website for uh, apparel too. We got some chosen stuff on there, and you can get my books as well. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to get that first one for real because <laughs> I didn't even know about that one. So, <laughs> I'm so mad. You, you know, like I, that's the first yeah. book? Hold on. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so wrap up the interview, then Morgan, because you gave us so much game. Uh, I need you to leave the audience with a piece of advice that they can take. They can either build up off of it and go and win, or it could be one of your favorite quotes, something that's going to impact them. Man, I feel like I said so many. You said so many, but we got to have one. Talking. I swear I just be talking. Um, I would say at the end of the day, mm, above all loves. That's what I would say, like real talk, real talk. Um, life is going to happen to you, point blank, period, okay? And like we said earlier, it's about how you get through those things that you're going through. But above all else, if you don't do anything else, one, get to know God for yourself. And then two, live in your truth, okay? Live in the truth. That's what I would say. Live in the truth and serve. 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 You will get so much more fulfillment out of serving and you'll begin to see your life change in ways that you've never seen a change before. That's what I would say, because at the end of the day, it's not about you. And that's the hard truth. I ain't about to sugarcoat nothing. It's not about you. 
It's about those around you. And I'll leave you with this. If you didn't have a mirror, you never know what you looked like. So that's how you know that it's not about you. You only can see the people around you. Mm, that's oh can't end it any better than that. So Morgan, <laughs> I appreciate you for my coaching session. <laughs> I appreciate you for being a guest on the podcast and just um you know taking the time out your day to pour into me, pour into the audience. Like, we definitely appreciate you. And again, y'all take everything she said, like replay the episode, take all of that in because she gave so much game. And I want y'all to go out there, use it, and go and win. Catch you guys yes. in the next episode. Go for it, period. <laughs> Looking for something new to add to your closet. Looking for another brand to support. Or you just see like your spouse, partner, friend, someone out here walking around with the same old stuff and you're just tired of seeing it and you want to get them a new piece of clothing. Go visit my friends at talevaclothing.com. T-U-L-E-V-A-C-L-O-T-H-I-N-G.com. And use the code DEVELOPWITHTIM. And all the way up until July 1st, 2022, you can save 25% off your whole purchase. All right, y'all, back to the episode. You, you have a gift, all you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen, all you need is a road.